Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Gird your loins. It's time to go on vacay. Hey guys, welcome back to Vacay. I'm your host, Lisa Hamilton. This week's guest is a shit hot young thang who is absolutely going gangbusters on TikTok. It is model Jarvis Ivali. Now I'm going to hit you with some numbers. He has 13.8 million likes and he has 663.2 thousand followers on TikTok. I... I truly can't wrap my head around those numbers. I think because I'm old, (laughs) I'm like, how do you know that many people to follow you? I mean, obviously he doesn't know all of them, but still it's blowing my little pea brain. Now, one of the reasons why Jarvis blew up on TikTok was he posted a video of himself clubbing in Japan. So I thought I'd get him on the podcast today to speak about his holiday to Japan And I guess why that video blew up, why people love Japan so much, because we can't really travel the way that we used to. We're all turning to social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok to share our travel memories and kind of capture that feeling of why we love going on vacation so much. And in a way, that's what this podcast is all about, hearing from people, getting their experiences, just to fill that little hole until we can get back out there and travel again. So I hope you enjoy listening to Jarvis and I bang on about Japanese toilets and also the many other great things that you can do in that country and throw him a follow on TikTok. He needs a couple more and like honestly follow me there while you're at it. It wouldn't hurt. It's not going to hurt you. That's all I'm saying. All right. Hope you enjoy. Jarvis Ivali, thank you so much for joining me on Vacay today. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I am living in the moment and breathing the air. That is what I'm doing. I want to sort of introduce you to the listeners a little bit. You, you're a model. Correct. Uh, but you're also blowing up on TikTok right yes, now. Yes, I, I have been, I guess, yeah. Um, I mean, explain what that feels like, because I mean, that's just wild that you've got millions and millions of views on TikTok. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I really haven't come to the grasp it yet. I think it's happened so quick. Um, I think I started six months ago, really. And now it's where we are now. So it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's fun, but it's a big number. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I sound really old. I'm like, explain to me what it's like to be huge on TikTok. But it's a freaking wild world in there. I get sucked in. I spend yeah. hours oh, in yeah. there. It's dangerous. It's Because you're watching one oof. video, and then you go to the next one, and you go, oh, I'll watch one more, and then you go to the next one. One more, one more. And then you're there for like four yeah. hours. Yeah. I've had to cut myself off from watching it, like in bed before I go to sleep, because I watch it 
for hours and just like get sucked into the vortex. And then I have mm. really wiggy dreams. I'm like, are they, my dreams are going to some some wild places. So oh no. I got to cut that out. I wouldn't want no TikTok dreams there. That'd be a fever dream for sure. Whew, tell me Ooh. about it. Um, now, speaking of the content that you put out on TikTok, right. I've definitely, as I was as I was scrolling through, I've seen what what seems to be a human being that's that's very in love with Japanese culture. Yes, that would be me. And everything that comes along with that. Would that be an accurate description of you? I didn't have really any intentions of going to Japan until one day in 2019, like January. My mates were like, hey, we're thinking of going to Japan. Do you want to come with us? And I was like, okay. And then ever since I went, like, it just, everything's changed. My outlook on probably life as well. It was such a life-changing experience. It was so amazing, just the place and the atmosphere and everything about it. It's just, it's magical, I'd say. I love that about travel is that you can go somewhere that maybe wasn't really planned and then it like without sounding dramatic there's there's something shifts within you and you kind of feel like you've gone home in a way like that's a, a place that really you can identify with would you say that's accurate of of Japan when you visited there it just feels like another planet i'd say it's so different it's so different compared to like what we experience here which is what I love so much about it because I love change and I love experiencing new things. And that's just what I want to be able to do in life is just experience everything that I can. I totally get that when I've been there only once and I went there for work mm. and I was literally there for five days. So I wouldn't say that I, I totally got to like immerse myself in the whole country, but mm. definitely stepping into Tokyo, it's like, it's old meets new and it, it really I felt like I was in space it was it was yeah, crazy 100%. crazy the the technology 100%. but it, they're also just so deeply entrenched in tradition as well which I just found so interesting mm. I, I loved it so much well you, you think about this I went there in 2019 from in January to like February and then I ended up going again the same year, 2019, from December till um, late Jan. Wow. So I went there twice in one year. Did you always yeah. grow up loving Japanese food and the culture and it was some place that you always wanted to go or it was only when you travelled there that you were like, oh, this is it for me? Yeah, it was only when I travelled there that this was it. Like, I, I was a very fussy eater for all my life until, like, beginning 2019, late 2018. So going to Japan for me was kind of like, it was kind of, I was kind of nervous as well. Like if I didn't, if I wouldn't like the food, like this is the first time I ever had ramen there. I never had ramen before that, anything. And now all I do is like have ramen and Japanese dishes and I love everything. But that's, I've changed everything as well with food. I love all food now. I've missed out on so much. So I'm trying to make up for it. Oh, wow. It truly opened opened your stomach and your eyes this experience it really yeah. <laughs> I would say that when I was there in Tokyo like even going into you know how there's this there's a 7-eleven on every corner mm. and the mm-hmm. the food that they have stocked there all the dried food was truly eye-opening to me I mean the dried I octopus and for me I'm I get very funny about making sure things are refrigerated and used by dates and just seeing mm. like dried octopus just uh, out in the open there. And I was like, 
All right, do what you need to do. Did you try any of that stuff? Yeah, I for sure did. Even we went to just these little uh, bars like next to our hotels and uh, late at night we'd get a beer and then like a bowl and I one time got a bowl with a beer of, um, it was just rice and then raw salmon and octopus as well and some spring onions and it was so good. You just put a bit of soy sauce in that and no worries. But yeah, going back to the 7-Eleven, they are crazy there. But they've got other ones. There's, there's like... There's, um, they have Lawson's there. Yeah, it is 7-Eleven. There's 7-Eleven, Lawson's, and then Quick Mart or something like that. Um, but yeah, this sushi there goes so hard. It's so good. You get, the like triangle ones. I can't remember the specific name for them, but they're wrapped up and then you like unfold them and then just, you eat one as a snack as you go on about your day just to fuel you up a little bit. Oh, that's so yeah, good. Yeah. I've, I do remember when I ordered my ramen through the computer for the first time and I, I was thinking, I truly don't know what i'm gonna get but that's all part of the excitement you know that was yeah that was one of my first experiences uh our first ever restaurant we went to was called ichiran i'm not sure if you Mm -mm. went there but huge huge chain in japan um and they're amazing they specialize in a tonkatsu broth and it's so good it's like i recommend anyone to go there yeah we had that so many times do you know any japanese can you speak any no i i'm no not at all (laughs) Not really. I mean, I know how to say, like, please and, like, hello. Like, just the basics, you know, to get you around. But no, I don't speak well, any. Is it something that you're interested in doing, learning the language? Oh, boy. I'd love to. I'd love to learn many languages. But, like, learning a language is such a commitment. And it takes so much. And especially Japanese is, like, up there with one of the hardest languages to learn. I learned Japanese in, in junior school. Like, I think up until year five. And I, it's, you're right. It's just so mm-hmm. difficult that I, I don't, I haven't really retained anything. I know, um, I know how to say, can I please have two vodka shots? And I think that's um, a well-needed <laughs> That's essential. That's, uh, As you need to know that in every language for every country 100%. that you go to. Okay, well, let's have it then. A new vodka shot on a That's, can I please have two vodka shots? I was saying that left, right, and center. Hey, listen, your pronunciation is really good. That sounded legit. Thank you. I, I mean, I don't really think much of it, but I appreciate that. What's the, what's the nightlife like? And I'm assuming you went out in Tokyo. Your TikTok tells me so. I saw a nice little, little snapshot. That TikTok you're referring to was in Sapporo, um, which is north. It's on the North Island of Japan, I believe. That was amazing. All the clubs that I went to in Japan were crazy. Um, just like the nicest people. Everyone's there just to like dance and have a good time and get absolutely wasted. That's it. It's just simple. It's just simple because there's music, dancing and drinking. That's it. You know, you don't have to worry about anything else. Just having a good time. I mean, that's all we can ask from people. And when you... We're going out and experiencing the uh, nightlife. Did you meet any locals? Did you become friends with them? Because I know like when you go out here, well, when you could, you just make random club friends. Mm. Does the same thing happen in Japan? Oh, 100%. It happens like it's even better there, (laughs) I'd say. Um, There's the one night I went out for the first time. I went out alone because who I went with couldn't go out that particular night. I wasn't feeling so well. So I went... I had two vodka shots at the at the hostel we were staying at. I love that it always just comes out. in twos, the vodka shots. <laughs> well, I wanted to make sure I got a good head start. <laughs> um, and then I literally just went out and I just went on my maps. It was a Tuesday night 
everything was dead. It was like nine, it was 10 o'clock. I went to five different clubs that night. Three of them I got in for free. And then, um, yeah, the first four, empty. Wow. Barely anyone in them. But on the fourth one, I met these, um, I met a German kid and an American kid. And then the American kid uh, like took me to another club and that club was absolutely going off on the Tuesday night. And that's where I made some Japanese friends and just dancing with them the whole night. Just They were buying me drinks. I've never experienced that. And they were buying me shots and drinks. And yeah, I mean, I drink responsibly, of oh, course. Of course, of course, of course, of um, course. Of course. For legal reasons, I have yeah, to say that. it was good fun. <laughs> yeah. And so you went to Sapporo and you obviously went to Tokyo. What are some other places that you traveled mm. around to? That was in Sapporo. So Niseko is where we went skiing and that's uh, a mountain in Sapporo. There's so many mountains in, in Sapporo. Um, we also, on our first time we went, we bought a seven day um, train, a bullet train pass. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but very, it's, it's such a good thing. It's only available to foreigners. Um, it was like $350. And once you activate it, you have seven days that you can travel on the bullet train to wherever you want on that net on that like train like line so with that we used that and one day from tokyo we went to nagano and that is uh i think three hours away from japan from tokyo or one and it's just a it's a mountain and that's where the famous like snow monkeys are where they they bathe oh, yeah. in, the, in the hot springs so we went there and that was really fun and there was snow there so it was the first time i got to see snow in japan when we went there um, and it was like just a nice hike up the mountain. We also one day went to, um, well, we hired a car as well, which was good fun. Do they drive on and the same side of the road as us or on the other side? Yeah, they okay. do. They drive on the same road, so, same side. But they have weird laws with their, um, with their speed limits. So they, I can't remember what it's called. But if someone's going 120, you need to go 120 with them. Don't quote me on this, but like that's what we read. Oh, like you have but to keep up going, with them. Yeah, so it's it's called the Harmony System, I think, all right? Um, but this was, like, what was happening. We're on the freeway, yeah, and the freeway says, like, 80, so we're doing 80. And then everyone else in, like, little, like, little small cars are balling past oh us at, like, 120. God. It was crazy, yeah. And we were, But it felt dangerous as well because we're going, like, 40Ks under them. So then we, like, searched up and, yeah, you go the speed limit everyone else goes as a Harmony Shit, that would give me Which so much anxiety. Strange. Yeah, so that was good fun to realize when you're going 80 and everyone's going super quick. Um, but anyway, from that on that, we went to um, Mount Fuji, which was really oh, cool. nice. Uh, that's a really nice place around there. Um, what can you do around Mount Fuji? Can you stay near the mountain? Yeah, so there are, there are hotels around there. We just went there for a day. I do, I recommend it. It's, a, it's so beautiful around there. Uh, but there's like, there's five of the, the five famous lakes around Mount Fuji and that's what surrounds it. And they're so beautiful. We went to one of them, I can't remember what it's called, but it was like just so peaceful. It was only us there and this huge lake, just gorgeous to take in. And there's also this thing that you can go up this shrine that o- overlooks Mount Fuji. You would have seen it. It's so, it's such a popular like photo. You see the shrine and you see Fuji. Yeah. It's like a, it's this like probably hundreds of steps. We tried to run it and got so windy and <laughs> thought we were better. We like nearly threw up after the end of it. Oh, good on you for um, trying. But it was worth it. Yeah. What's the bullet train like? Because 
I mean, obviously it's so, so fast. What's it like being in there? Do you Mm. feel the speed or is it that goes away? No, no, you don't feel any speed. It's amazing. Um, It's so much better than flying. Yeah. So much better. Because the reason why I say that is because when you fly, you have to check in, you have to give them your bags, then you have to sit down, you have to wait and then you take off. And it's just, it's like exhausting Mm. if you get that. Like, I feel like flying is kind of exhausting. But then compared to getting on the bullet train, all you do is you just hop on a train. You just get a ticket and hop on a train and you sit down and you go in one direction. That's it. And then you get off and you feel fine. Like you don't feel any lag, jet lag. Not even that you get jet lag going to Japan because they're, they're like, they're only one hour ahead. Yeah. You, I don't know. I still feel like a lag or like tiredness from being on a plane. It's just exhausting. Yeah, because they feed you funny stuff that makes you feel funny in the plane. I don't know if this is just 100%. an urban legend, but don't they put stuff in your food to make you like constipated and you're just like, or you go all drowsy? Honestly, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I heard this. They don't want people, too many people shitting on the plane. So they just, they put something no in. No way. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It might be made wow. up, but I was like, I feel like that checks out. That kind of makes sense though. There's only like, what, six toilets, seven, to- eight toilets to a plane with like, 500 people honestly if i think too much about how disgusting planes are i might never get on one again like they're filthy yeah. they're filthy like Man. fart fart encapsulated but like it's just so gross when you think about it yeah let's not think about no, that but god what i would give to get on one again to go somewhere yeah. so uh what are your what would you say your top tips are for anyone who, when it's safe to do so, traveling to Japan? What are the what are the must do, must see tips? The top three ones. Wow. Okay. Okay. Top three. Um, okay. Well, a hundred percent. I think everyone who goes to Japan at least once, you have to go to a robot restaurant. It's world famous. Yes. You've probably heard of it. I'd say everyone has to go to that. You have to experience it. It's like. Anthony Bourdain like described it as Broadway, but like on roids. It's it's insane. It's it's like a one one and a half hour show, and just a bunch of it's just a big play, and you're right in front of it. There's only like four rows, so you're so close to it all. It's amazing. I don't want to give too much away, but just go to Robot Restaurant. One hundred percent, you won't be disappointed. Number two, another thing I do recommend. Just this is purely personal. Like this is just what I loved so much. The New York bar at the Park Hyatt. Okay. So I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but have you seen the movie Lost in Translation? Yeah, I feel like I stayed there at that hotel. Right, really? Yeah. Well, there's a bar there that is a jazz bar at nighttime. It's, it's open during the day, but we went at nighttime. Um, very fancy. It's 56 stories high, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Something <laughs> like that. And there's just live jazz. The atmosphere is perfect it's spot on it was that's like one moment in my life that i like st- like stopped like everything around me kind of stopped and i like really took it in it was crazy because I, I love jazz and you know it, it was such a fine experience being this high seeing all the lights of tokyo and having the live jazz and a, you know a nice did you have a suntory i i didn't have a suntory <laughs> suntory times for relaxing times. Got to do that to relive the Lost in Translation fantasy. I know, I should have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds epic. Yeah, totally go there. It is so cool. Um, 
And then the third thing I'd recommend is probably, honestly, my favorite thing doing in Japan was just exploring. Going to all the main hubs, so like Shibuya, Shinjuku, Akihabara,、uh, Harajuku as well. Just all the main hubs, there's like 11 of them. Go to all of them. Like, spend, if you have the time, spend a day or half a day in each and just like walk around and go to all the different places they have to offer because, like, that's where I had the most fun, 100%. The spontaneous acts that we did, and we just, half the time, We just went somewhere not knowing what we were going to do, and we had the best time because we were just exploring.、Yeah. We r e just having fun. And I think, that's what, like, I think that's what going on a holiday is all about just to explore and like, embrace whatever's happening, like, just to go with everything, not to be scared or what, you know, not scared, but just, yeah, I don't know, have fun with it, I guess. I concur completely. Like, the, the best times that I've had when I have been traveling, you just like leave the hotel, leave wherever you're staying, and just go out for the day and just see what's up. Walk around. It's so good. Walk about 30,000 steps and just, yeah. And just see where you're at. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Did you ever stay in one of the traditional homestay accommodation? It's kind of like a, a B&B type situation. I think they have a lot of them in Kyoto. We, in Kyoto, we actually stayed in a hotel. So we didn't.、Um, I would love to. We did stay in an Airbnb in Tokyo, but it was more of like a modern. It wasn't modern. It was honestly so dodgy, <laughs> but I loved it so much. That was what made it so it had good. character. <laughs> it was right next to a train station. 100%. It was right next to a train station. And every like 10 minutes, you just hear the train rattle the whole place.、Oh, and the、wow. elevator was like so slow and so old, but I loved it. I felt like every time I hopped in the elevator, I felt like I was in the Matrix. It just felt like one of those elevators you see in the Matrix movies. Yeah. And you survived it. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> But we, what I do recommend as well, even if you just do it for a night, we stayed in capsule hotels.、Uh, oh my、pops. God, no. I could not. Yes, they were so good. Now, listen, we, we went a bit bougie on it, right? We, the, there's the capsules that are like coffins where it's just、oh, like,、no. I don't know, a meter tall. That gives me so much anxiety. Really? Yeah. Well, we, like I said, we did it bougie. We got capsules that had like a roof. So we could stand up in our capsules,、okay. but the width was just the width of the bed. But that's kind of cool. And honestly, best sleep I've ever had.、Like、really? Just there. Yeah. Well, because it was、uh, like just a, something about a coffin、it. sleep. Yeah, 100%. The pillow was so hard, yet it was so comfortable. Where was that? Was that in Tokyo? That was in Tokyo. So that was in,、uh, we stayed in Asukusa、um, in that hotel, and that was really cool. Okay.、Yeah. I'd, I think I'd be more inclined to give it a go if there was a little, little more space. I recommend that one to anyone because, like, anyone can use that one because you've got so much space, like, just upwards. But I would also like to try the coffin one. That would be fun, I think. Oh my gosh. I mean, go off.、Mm. If, that's, if that's what makes you happy, I, I'll be stepping away from that one. Can I ask you a question and feel free not to answer it? But、okay. if, if you're willing to, I'd love to talk about the toilets there <laughs> because the toilets are so good. By far, the. Top 10 best things of Japan. <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't number one. It's number one for me.、Uh, sh- it should have been. I'm so sorry. I'm, whenever I buy a house, all my toilets are going to be like those toilets. A hundred percent. I spent an insane amount of time in the toilets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and if you get、yeah. to the, the bougie ones that's got like 50 different dials in there and you have no idea what any of them do, and you're like, well, we're just going to go through them all and see, see what happens. You just have fun with it. 
Oh my gosh, this the war that that blow dryer. Blow dryer. I think I got to say the best thing about them is the heated seats. Yeah. You can't go wrong with the heated seats. You yeah. sit down on the toilet and it's warm. It's welcoming. <laughs> it's it's just it's amazing. And then you can also put on like, um, one time I was out. Like, and the best part about them is that they're everywhere. Like, I'm talking everywhere. If yeah. you're going to, like, a public restroom, that's, they're there as well. Like, I hate, you know, it's probably TMI, but I hate, I'd never go to, like, toilets here. Because, um, I don't know, they're, they're gross. But in Japan, they're warm, clean, they had everything. What about, and they have the noise button, so it makes, like, ambient noise, so no one hears what you're doing. I think that's why they are such nice, friendly people, is because... They're going yeah. to the bathroom in style. <laughs> That's my hot take. For sure. <laughs> I reckon 100%. That makes total sense. Okay, so I ask all of my guests uh, when they come on vacay, what is your golden ticket? And it's meant to put you on the spot. And the golden ticket is if you could travel anywhere in the world tomorrow and money wasn't uh, an issue, your schedule wasn't an issue, there were no issues and you could go to one place in the world, where would you go? I've been dying for some reason to go to Paris. I want to go to Paris so bad. I need to go to Paris, like, instantly. <laughs> just something about it. I know that, like, there's a lot of, like, negative negativity about Paris as well, but just the streets and the architecture is what I've seen. Like, I've been there for a day when I was, like, 10. I can't remember anything. So I just need to go to Paris. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't let all of the naysayers get in your head too much. Like, I... I truly never experienced anyone being overtly rude. There might be like a bit of snootiness, but that's like, that's Europe. I think you get, that's part of the fun. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. take that to heart too much. Yeah. I just, I need to get to Europe. I've done Japan now and I've done America. I need to get to Europe. I just need to experience like some of the old architecture of like, that's what I love. I love European architecture. I love the the their apartments there with, you know, how they can look out on their balconies and it's just all brick. Uh, that's just amazing to me. I'd love yeah. to experience that. And you need to get yeah. some escargot. Escargot? Yeah, the snails. Oh, yes. I'd love to try snails. Yeah, 100%. They're actually, they're legit. They're so good because once they put them in this, really? it kind of tastes like a pesto sauce mm-hmm. and I think they boil them. And it just kind of, I don't know, it tastes good. I really liked it. Super salty, but nice. Ooh, the, I want to so bad. I couldn't do frog's legs. That's where I was I like, was just about <laughs> Did you try the frog's legs? No, I, I had to draw the line there. I was like, snails, I'm good. Frog's legs, a little, that's a little much for me. Fair enough. I, I don't know. Never say never, though. Surely it's just like chicken. It's probably just like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. Probably. Well, when you go there and try it, you'll have to let me know. I for sure will. Okay. And like put it on TikTok and, and get 7 million views. 100%. That will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing TikTok, it'll probably get four. Oh, yeah. Four views. Well, I mean, there's probably, by the time we can actually travel and you can actually get there, there'll be another platform that you'll be blowing up on. No doubt about that. <laughs> okay. So here's your, your moment to to blow up your spot have you got any projects um what do you want people to know about you where can people find you what are all your handles right on well i am me i'm new up and coming i guess uh jarvis ovali on instagram follow me there for some epic content i i create all the shots um 
it's all my brainchild pretty much, except for like the modeling photos there, you know, to the respective owners of them. TikTok, Javali, if you want to follow there. I'm just doing what I do. You know, I'm just living in the moment and seeing what I can do with the time that I have and just having fun with it. It's, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And that's what, that's what I'm trying to do. For sure. And yeah. I think, you know, you seem like such an awesome creative young person so I'm super excited to see what you get up to thank you for sure I appreciate this has been really fun oh yeah I love talking about Japan with you um I hope you can get back there sometime soon and I hope you can get to to Paris as well I'm sure you will I'd love to hopefully one day fingers crossed yeah all right well thank you so much for joining me on vacay and I'll chat to you soon no worries catch up